Coming up on the show today, we have a special guest, Mr. Tay Diggs, who plays Coach Billy Baker on our show, All American. Welcome to the Film Study Podcast here on Rerun This Station, WRTS, presented by Uninterrupted. I'm Spencer Pacinger, former NFL linebacker turned producer, and I'm here with my producing partner, Dane Mork. Yo. <laughs> yo, yo. Interact with the show by following us on social media at Pacinger and at Dane Mork, and be sure to use the hashtag Film Study Podcast. Rate five stars, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. We're also here with producer Mac. Hey, hey, everyone. I am so excited for Tay Diggs today. I mean, yeah, me too. We got a, we, we got a good podcast for you guys today. Yeah. We're oh going, we're going deep. Tay's got some stories. It's great. <laughs> so, so we came up with the, the whole segmented format mm-hmm. that we were talking about last week. We were talking about producer workshop. Uh, we are not returning to producer workshop this week. We will come back to that, talking about the pilot and the process of making that. But I want to hear you guys. We're going to get into the first segment. Hot takes. So the first thing that I want to touch on is the Disney Fox merger yes, finally happened. That's you guys. crazy. So we've <gasps> been talking about it for years. Okay. Take one. Let's go. One of the unassuming titles that Disney just acquired will turn into its own universe and blow us the fuck away. Well, I think it's crazy because what people don't realize is they got their whole A-list back. Like oh. we've been working like when people were like Iron Man's the lead for Marvel Studios, people were like Iron Man, that's crazy. So the fact that they have the Fantastic Four, X Men, Spider Man, you know, uh, well, Spider Man a bit from Sony, but yeah, all those Fox acquisitions are going to be insane. I I scrubbed the internet to try to figure out just what they all got, and there's not a publication out there that can tell us all the different titles because they got they got TV, right. they got film, they got back catalogs going back decades. Like some of the bigger ones were Avatar, Alien, Planet of the Apes. Uh, my favorite, Percy Jackson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kingsman, and and those are just some of the some of the bigger fish to name a few. But when I when I talk about how there's one unassuming title that can turn into its own universe, I'm nodding my hat to Percy Jackson. I you know, know, the movies know. came out a couple of years ago. Uh, the one was called like The Lightning Thief, and I, w- I want to say Sea of Monsters. You're just a big Greek mythology guy. But um, imagine now that they're under the same veil. Dork. This is Greek mythology at its <laughs> finest. You can build out. It's already there. You don't even have to build it out. It's already there. It is. Imagine a young Odin in a Percy Jackson film. It's not unlikely that they would lend Odin and maybe even like, imagine a, a childhood Thor you talking want, to Percy you want Jackson mature, like that was good. You want to mature Percy Jackson? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. That is, that's the original that. Avengers, essentially. Well, it's Greek mythology is there. That's like that, that's original stories. Yeah, 100%. what I what I find interesting is that they also acquired uh, Blue Sky Studios, which was the Fox Animation Studio. They mm-hmm. did, yeah. Uh, but behind Ice Age, the Peanuts movie, but you can't have. They already have Disney Animation and Pixar. You can't have a third, <laughs> right? And it, it's kind of sad because. Uh, you know, there's going to be cuts, cutbacks yeah. and stuff like that. About 4,000 jobs. But this kind of gets into the next part I wanted to talk about, though. Toy Story 4, uh, and just in general, all the trailers Jeez, that dropped. So I want to hear really quick takes on Toy Story 4, Stranger Things 3 trailer, Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time trailer, and Lucy in the Sky trailer. So take two. Forky in Toy Story 4 is going to make all of us cry. <laughs> Forky... 
was rad. <laughs> that but, trailer, I'm I'm excited for Toy Story Four. Just just to talk to talk about all these different trailers, like we got a fucking blast of nostalgia hitting us at once this past week with Toy Story Four, with Stranger Things, with with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We're going blast from the past, and I'm okay. You can take my money from Toy Story Two. We've been living in nostalgia with Toy Story. I mean, not Toy Story Two, but Toy Story Four. We've been living in nostalgia with Toy Story for the past twenty years of our life. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, that I believe our generation—I'm thirty years old. I'm kind of dating myself, but as a kid that grew up knowing what it felt like to run around outside as a norm and spend four hours on my cell phone as an adult, right? We're that last generation that knows what that feels like. And I think Toy Story does a great job at playing into the nostalgia because the generations that are coming after us, they'll be able to look into the 90s and the early 2000s and just pull the fashion, pull what they saw in tech from it, but they can't pull the feel that we had walking into that theater, seeing the first Toy Story. It's it's nostalgia, but you know, it's it's they're so good at Pixar's so good at pulling at your, you know, your heartstrings. They just they know where to where to hit. And I feel like that's the reason we have a Toy Story 4. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you and I talk all the time about Toy Story 3 and the part that always chokes us up. But, you know, there's a reason. Um, so, you know, these movies, as long as they continue to be good, I'm cool with it. And they can get as nostalgic as they want. You know, I love that. So. I mean, and even for, even for things like, for the trailers like Stranger Things and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, we're going back in time. Stranger Things right. is based in the 80s. Uh, Once Upon a Time, I believe, was based in the 60s, 60s late 60s yeah. or so. So you're gonna be you're gonna be able to see very specific moments in time. And the one thing that I love about Hollywood is when they do do period pieces, they try to throw as much nostalgia into that. They really do. Yeah. Two hour segment or hour long show or what have you. So you're going to get the best from the best when it comes to these productions. And that's what that whole trailer for Once Upon a time in Hollywood really was. It was just like a heavy dose of nostalgia and, and old Hollywood. And, you know, Spence, you're, you love old Hollywood. Oh, you, yeah. I mean, you love all those stories. I and love, look and, I love old Hollywood architecture. Right. And, and not, not the culture, but just design. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, the stories are a little fucked up here and there. Yeah. And like, I probably wouldn't have been accepted into some of those rooms, <laughs> but the overall, the overall aesthetic yeah. of old Hollywood is something that, like, my brother-in-law, like, pretty much patents his entire wardrobe off of Mad Men. That's right. Like, you were saying that. He's a guy in 2019 that's dressing like he's like in and the he, 50s. And he's definitely not the only one. Yeah. There's probably tons around the country who are like, John Hamm looked rad last night. I need to it's, find that fit. It's it's straight up nostalgia. Yeah. Straight well, up nostalgia. So old Hollywood. Let's get into some new Hollywood with take three. So John David Washington was just cast in the lead role of Christopher Nolan's next movie. So take three. Listen. Athletes are making some noise. <laughs> This will put John David Washington at the top of the pecking order. I feel like he already is. He just got picked in by Christopher Nolan. This will, this is him going film. through the screening process of going to the top of the pecking order where yeah. not every role is not going to Michael B. Jordan or to Mahershala Ali. Now they're going to look to him and say, hey, it's your chance to take this role. If you want it, then we'll go to everybody else. But mm-hmm. just look at his trajectory over the past few years, You know, being on Ballers with The Rock, uh, being in um, uh, Black Klansman, directed by Spike Lee, which won an Academy Award. Yeah. Now he's in Christopher Nolan's event film. Like, We don't know what an event film is, but we know it's Christopher Nolan. And if so. he's doing it, I'm cool with it. So 
I mean, anything Christopher Nolan is doing, you know, we're first in line. So I, they also just casted uh, Elizabeth Debicki and all you Twilight fans. Robert Pattinson <laughs> is back, and he'll be playing a role in that film as well. Elizabeth Debicki actually, she was in uh, she was in Widows. She was in Widows. She was in Guardians of the Galaxy two as the uh, gold princess, and even in uh, Great Gatsby. Aisha. She's somebody that. You see her in so many films, but you forget she's there. You do. Not, not like disrespecting her like that, but... She's a wonderful look, actress. When you look at her credit history, you're like, oh, shit, I remember seeing her in that. Mm -hmm. I remember her being like the main, essentially one of the sub-villains in Guardian of the Galaxy. Like, yeah. She's, she has a dope-ass resume these past five no, or No, she years. can do it. She can deliver. So I'm, I'm, I couldn't be more excited for that movie. I don't even need to get those names, as long as it's just a Nolan film. <laughs> Guys, I... I just want to say, let's just wrap this up because I'm so excited to listen to Tay Diggs' sweet, sweet voice in my headphones, right? <laughs> Am I wrong? Tay like, Diggs from Rent? <laughs> no way. He said, sweet, sweet voice. Joining us in the firm room, we have a legend with us. He plays Billy Baker on All American. You guys may know him from Rent on Broadway. I know him from How Stella Got Her Groove Back. The Wood, Brown Sugar, those those are Chicago, <laughs> Chicago. But we have the one and only Tay Diggs joining us today. <laughs> please, no, no. <laughs> he's no providing fun. his own sound effects right now, guys. So he's all in on. I love it. it. <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? Thanks for coming by, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Thanks this is gonna be fun. Me. Yes, this, yeah, this this is gonna be a good episode. I'm I'm excited for this one. <laughs> So how are you today? How are you? I'm doing? well. I'm very well. I'm very um um, and I mean this in the best of ways. Very impressed to be here to know that this is uh something else you guys have done outside of uh, uh be the creator of uh of the show All Americans. So <laughs> it's it's I'm 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 excited for y'all. Very impressed. Did you? I know we just wrapped uh, the season finale of All mm -hmm. American. Uh, we we got a great response from it. Oh, for Every, real? Everybody yeah. loves it. Yeah, everybody everyone's going oh, crazy. Yeah. Oh, for real? Knows the, yeah. Okay. At least on my text thread, <laughs> I have less contacts than Spencer, okay. so he might have more. Okay. But yeah. Oh, my shit was blowing up last night. Yeah. Oh, even, good. Okay. Even for those of you guys that haven't seen it, we're going to spoil it, but even my little brother hit me up like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Okay. <laughs> okay. But okay. have you had any response to it? Have, have anybody hit you up? I'm you know? so, um, and, and, and this is more for the audience as opposed to y'all, I'm so... Um, invested and emotionally connected to this show and the character that I, I can't, I have to kind of remove myself just mm. so I can kind of not be influenced by negative or positive. Right. Um, I watch this show. It's kind of, what's the word? Not religious. It's um, like I watch this show with my son. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yes. don't watch, you see what I mean? And, and, and enjoy it in that way. I wait. I haven't seen the last two episodes. So to answer, that's a long version <laughs> of saying no. Um, I'm, I'm gonna wait and, and check it with my kid, and um, and just wait for for them to give us that pickup for the second season. Well, it's interesting you said that because so many people that have hit me up are watching it with their kids, are watching it with right. uh, like-minded individuals, mm -hmm. where they say, "Yes, my kid's in sport, or my you know somebody I know is in sports, so I'm playing football, basketball, what have you," but they're learning about what happens in the game off the field. Mm -hmm. So I think that's great that you're watching it with your kids mm -hmm. and you just know so many people that are that are truly invested in these stories. That's something that once we started out 
sort of brainstorming what we wanted the show to be, we wanted it to touch on topics, not just on the field. You know, Spencer can score touchdowns. He can get interceptions, make the game saving tackle. Right. But get, the what, <laughs> get the girls. Get the girls. Yeah. He does, too. He does. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, you know, he he's, just, he's super good at he's, it. He's pretty good at that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say they took that out of my book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, he, he's dealing with so much more on the field. So, And I remember talking with you just even in that first week of preparing for All-American in our, in our uh, pilot, uh, how invested you were in wanting to tell a story like this. So if, if you can, can you talk to us about how you came to this role and, and the experience that is Billy Baker in All-American? Sure, sure. Um, so, okay, what is it, pilot season? I'm so, I'm, I'm so <laughs> old, I forget. I think it was pilot season. We were getting, I was getting a pilot season, for those of y'all that don't know, like the, the, first, the first script uh, of a series is called The Pilot. Um, so that that is a whole bunch of people write a bunch of pilots and then they give them to a bunch of actors and they try to figure out who gets who gets what and which network they're going to be on and whatnot. So um, I was given a bunch of pilots. Um, you know, there were ones about the FBI. There were ones about uh, you know families and relationships and UFOs and um, <laughs> all that stuff. So um, I read the. I was told to read this one. Um, because, um, you know, uh, full disclosure, CW, t- to me as an actor that's been in the business, that's that's something I would have would never have even um, considered only because it seemed so specific. You know, um, uh, when I thought CW, I thought, you know, young people, yeah. comic books. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And um, and even though I would have considered a, a playing a comic book character, um, not 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 on not on television. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I met on Black Lightning, though, actually. I did, I did. Um, but uh, so I was told, you know, this is a CW. It's always this is CW, but read it anyway. Yeah. So I read it, and I forget if I cried or so, something happened where I was like, oh, okay. And I was a little bit annoyed because I knew I need I need to be doing this regardless of how much they're gonna pay. Mm. This is something I feel like I gotta do. Only because not only, but one of the main reasons was there were so many um, uh, there were so many uh, um, um, parallels yeah. to this what was told in this story and um, uh, my life and and my life own my own life experiences. Yeah. Do you know what I mean the 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 son of of Coach Billy Baker being mixed and him kind of not trying to figure out where he'd fit in mm-hmm. um, racially um, you know the fact that uh, 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 Spencer comes from the you know the quote unquote wrong side of the tracks you know all of that the fact that you know uh, um, uh, Coach Billy's in, in an interracial relationship. And, um, trying to be, you know, the, a, a good person, but then also honor, you know, your own ambition and your own drive with outside and all of it, just all yeah. of it was like right, right on time with me. And, um, you know, it gave me an excuse to kind of dive into football and I've never, I'd never played a, played a coach before. I've always, <laughs> yeah. you know, I've always been really athletic, but not an athlete. So, you know, kind of in, in, in uh, intimidated with sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and you know, as I said before, I've been around a while. I've played a bunch of lords, a bunch of doctors, a bunch of policemen, a bunch of killers. I've never played a coach, you yeah. know what I mean? And this was at a perfect time where I could kind of embrace, 
you know, myself being mature. Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm, I still feel like a young dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, um, there always comes that time when you need to realize, okay, you're you're not a young dude, but you're still a dude. Yeah. Uh, I play a uh, a parent. Of, yeah. of of teenagers, so there's no mistaking. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? well, and, absolutely. And that was interesting because the first day we filmed, um, I remember I wanted to walk up to you and thank you for just being here with us. I oh, know we, we we met briefly at the table read initially, um, and I was just like so out of my mind, like whoa. The, the guy Spencer was I, really uh, pumped to talk about the wood. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. So, yeah. so the wood, like LA I, stories. I grew up in that neighborhood. The school Latihera that you that the, yeah, the younger yeah, version yeah, of you yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. That's my rival high school, and I mean my rival middle school. Oh. And middle school, like the um, where the where the young guys went to the the liquor store. Yeah, I used to go to that liquor store. Like I used to, I used that was my area growing up. So to what? see, yeah, to see you, and you know. Just the guys, young and old, just maneuvering throughout Inglewood was very nostalgic. It's still one of my favorite movies to this day wow, because it's that awesome. it's that coming of age movie. But I just remember the first day we were actually shooting. Um, you know, you you said you've never played a coach before. Yeah, you you're, you're trying to figure out, and you over the course of the entire season, you would come to me and Dane yeah. and ask for us like, what's your, what's my perspective right here? Yeah. What, am I angry? I what will, should I be doing right now? Second season too. <laughs> <laughs> But that first day, I remember being on the field. Is right before we're about to start, like our first practice session. Um, I'm nervous. I'm in the background because I'm just, you know, we're assistant coaches. I have no words or anything, and I'm like, that was our first acting first gig acting in Hollywood. <laughs> right, be, right before our director Rob Hardy was was going to yell action, you said like, stop, 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 and you just start walking, and you look sort of confused, and I'm like, yo, what's up? What's good? And you're like, I'm actually trying to figure out what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing right now. <laughs> And I was like, it was the funniest thing in the world because from my perspective, this is this is my first end to just like to Hollywood, like I to actors, to Hollywood, to their methods and everything. So I'm thinking someone like you, like, you know, you've been in the game for so long, you had skin in the game for so long that like you're hitting on every note, every like, I it's, remember it's, that. it's your ship and I everybody's just on board. And to see you do that was like, man, like this guy's just—he's—he's he's human. Like sometimes he doesn't know what's going on. Sometimes he does. Like, so it, that allowed me to relate to you a lot more because it was just a moment I was like, man, this dude—well, this dude's—he's just normal. He's just a normal guy. And that was always funny because oh I can attest because we would always <laughs> like we've sweat. said before we're you know we're the assistant coaches to Billy Baker and we make up our roles. Doc, shout out to Doc if he's listening. Yeah. He would always play a coach too. And majority of the time between takes, we're just figuring out how to react to like football scenarios uh, yes. and like where it's going. And half of the time, all of these football extras are just dicking around in their own little world. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Talking about like like they like pull cell phones out of their like hip pads <laughs> right, right, and they're like taking fucking selfies. <laughs> yo, like, yo, I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, but any football scene you guys see out there with like young adults in it. There are like fifty cell phones running oh, throughout the field. Easily. They're like stuck in their pads, hidden under helmets, hidden under, under helmets, <laughs> hiding under like benches and everything. So, yeah. And as soon as you guys, as soon as we cut, everybody's a mad scramble. <laughs> like people are fixing their hair, like uh. making sure their abs are showing right. So whenever you see a football scene, know that there is just fucking like live minds <laughs> everywhere. I'm pretty. It's it's pretty pretty funny to see, but it's it's always entertaining and, and yeah. Uh, I will say that those 
talks on the sideline and hanging out, you know, on those game nights were were super super fun and memorable. Yeah. And the cool thing I remember is early in the development process, Spencer, when you were still um, uh, in the NFL, Robbie and I were talking a lot about you know who was interested in this project, and I remember when Tay said he was, and that was one of the yeah. things. That was one of the first moments where, you know, you hit markers with these things. And that was something like, oh shit, like this just became a little more real. Yeah. And I remember, you know, Spencer and I are humbled by all this and just happy to be there. And we get out, we get out on the pilot and we we see the field. You remember we shot at that <sighs> high school all day and it was mm -hmm. so big and it was just a fucking production, man. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I look at Spence and I can I can't hold it in. And I'm like, <laughs> yo, and then, you know, next thing we know, you're going, What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> and we honestly kind of Put us at ease. Like yeah, it was dude. cool, and I can honestly say some of my favorite memories of season one All American has just been the Beverly coaching staff chilling on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, just just understanding each other, just talking. Like we talked about so many dope things. We did just in the in the wee hours in the morning. So those football scenes, they last from you know five p.m. to five a.m. And once it gets to the dead, Ooh. the dead night, all we're trying to think about is how to beat the sun coming sure. up. You're kind of delirious. And, and stay awake. And, yeah, and stay yeah. awake. Like there's you know there's there's hot chocolate there's all that stuff just with a grilled cheese truck the last cheese night truck, that was cool hot chinese chocolate. food at four o'clock in the yeah. morning for some reason yeah. so it's just all about staying awake but in doing that i felt like you know us three specifically as well as as well as the other team um i mean the other guys on the team like we were able to get close and start talking about a lot of the different things whether it be life marriage oh, um, yeah. kids yeah. fatherhood like yourself being entertainment a lot entertainment, of entertainment yeah, like just, i just yeah. know that y'all this is what you know we excuse my interruption no. i didn't know yeah i mean you know it's 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 so it's a trippy how ignorant you can catch yourself but i just i was i remember being very impressed with just how much you guys knew about entertainment and right. you know it wasn't like it wasn't the the you know the the stereotype of dumb athlete it was just okay <laughs> i thought you guys knew everything about sports but mm -hmm. i was like it didn't occur to me that you know because you guys know more you guys know more about entertainment than i do like as if you studied it that those are the conversations that we had wow. and i was learning from y'all i did not expect that you know I, mean? I mean i'm, I'm not that cool I don't know that, but but <laughs> i will say i think just development wise and like a lot of experience like that i mean i i don't you know i don't walk into rooms anymore and get afraid to be told no that's awesome you know and that's okay i think things in this business used to be really daunting and i think now yeah, now yeah. they're now they're just approachable like yeah. you know i I'll, we all can figure it out yeah 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 that's the thing yeah you know and i think uh you know with it with a project like this um you know it was fun to just observe and talk to you people and get experiences because you know the scripted side from like the docu side one is clearly much sexier than the other you know, mm -hmm. like it's, mm -hmm. it's, there's more appeal, you know, you know, people are following actors and not following like mm -hmm. documentarians, right, right, right. you know, and like right. things like that. So, right. you know, it was interesting to kind of see how actors worked and how sets were run and all this stuff. And Tay, we were talking earlier, just how, just observing, you know, one of those things where you, you, you think you're picking things up and then you find yourself in a conversation later on and yeah. you realize you have. Because you've just had experience. Right. Is that wax you know? on, wax off? Wax on, wax <laughs> off. Yeah. It's yeah. So, you know, it it's been really interesting just to have these conversations on the sideline and in this environment and just learn about people. You know, even even the actors, you know, like like Michael, you know, who plays Jordan Baker, your son, you know, he was out there throwing the ball, like, you know, 
he didn't really want his double around. He was just, yeah. you know, making it Which work. Which like scared the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. We did have a double. We, did, <laughs> but, we had a double. But in between takes, you gotta, you guys gotta understand, these kids are 20, 22 years old, 23 years old. Remember having energy? And they had energy. <laughs> and It was dope. They're like throwing the ball <laughs> around in between takes, running like 40-yard go routes. Full, full, full full out just middle and middle of the night multiple times like no warm-ups no stretching Ugh. no like hamstrings like my hamstrings right now like look like bacon probably <laughs> oh my just God. like cooked bacon but i woke up limber. and my back was thrown out the other day but we had up. we probably had a half dozen people within the crew not the cast within the crew join in with them and yeah. people were like twisting ankles yeah, and easily. like straining hamstrings you, you and, remember the pilot <laughs> You remember the kid? We were running out of the banner back and forth. Yeah, the kid broke his leg because they like trampled him like like a horse. People were so hyped. Even I mean, even in the pilot, in in the way far back uh, background of one of the first scenes we shot, we just had these kids pulling sleds, and we're taking so many scenes, like you know, ten, twelve different scenes, and they're just pulling sleds, like literally wind sprints. I think actually not sleds, wind sprints. One kid popped his hamstring because he had done like 60 just strides across Ugh. the field. And I remember thinking like 20 minutes before it happened, I went, them mm. dudes gotta be tired. Mm -hmm. Like just just <laughs> casually running with a with a uh wind yeah, uh, that parachute parachute. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, just casually doing that is resistance. So um, multiply that times 60, he popped his hamstring. Ugh. Well, we observe everything through this because like it's such a it's so unique to us. And I remember being in the back of that line and before we were breaking through that banner, I look over at one of the kids and he pops out a five hour energy from his pants and just hits <laughs> it. And I'm like, dude, it's two AM. <laughs> and I'm like, I guess I guess this is how it's gonna be. So, you know, it was cool to see, but I mean, geez. But with you know, with this being a sports show. And you playing a playing a high school coach, this is something you've never done before. You right. said you played lawyers, you played, you know, killers, doctors. What did you do to essentially prepare for this role? I uh I mean I asked as many, you know, I have I'm not I'm not dude that um I was like the music theater kid mm -hmm. in college and high school that was always friends with the athlete, friends with the cheerleader, for, yeah. you know. Um so all of those people that like made fun of me, you know, because I didn't know how to throw a football rider, taught me how to throw. I went I went to them and asked them everything I could ask. I watched all of the, you know, all of the, uh, I mean, it's pretty cornball, all of the, the big football movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, all the ones that I liked anyway, but now I watch the coaches specifically. Because mm -hmm. as I was saying before, you know, the, how much you know about the game is one thing, but then it's how you look. Right. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And and like a spirit of, of it's your presence, yeah, exactly. And that's the stuff. That's where I was watching what you know, what kind of read on 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 film, because a lot of times when you're being so realistic, it doesn't read. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I, I I looked I looked for things that were uh, uh, that that kind of re resonated uh, uh, resonated with me, you know, uh, um, as far as you know what what uh, what these what these coaches were doing, but. And then you guys just being in the moment and just, you know, just asking just a simple question, would would the cat do this or would the cat do that? Um, and just kind of ride that out. But, uh, you know, I'm still learning. I'm yeah. still learning. My kid knows more than I do. Um, <laughs> I, re I realize my kid plays basketball and he's, he's nice with it. He's nine years old yeah. um, and he's gifted. And just being a parent and realizing the type of parent I am at his 
basketball games, yeah. I just brought that energy because I'm that yeah. annoying parent that's screaming on the sidelines. You get lines. in fights? No, I don't get in fights. <laughs> I don't get in fights. Um, but I'm just so hyped. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and and it's an life, energy. Oh my lord. It, 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 Especially in a gym. It's crazy. You know? well, and I didn't think I was that dude. I'm well, pretty laid back in life. But uh, I get hyped at his game, so I, I brought that to the to the role. It's funny you say that because I remember a few months ago, LeBron James got into it with somebody's mother at, um, I think at one of Bronny's prep games. Uh, uh. And the first thing he did was call his mom and say, hey, I want to apologize to you because I felt so embarrassed when you used to do that to mm, me. Mm. I didn't understand why you would do that to me. But he said, like, you get into a mindset Oof. when your kid is playing and something doesn't go right and you know that they've been wrong, that when somebody tries you, you just see red. So the it's, first thing he did was call his mom and go, you know what? Yeah. I get it now. Yeah. I apologize. Like, I can understand that. Can you please forgive me? Because, I mean, I got kids. Well, I'm, I'm about to have my second child. Yeah. But I know I'm going to go to that space Ooh. in, like, five or six years. Like, it's not unheard of that. I'm gonna try to like buck somebody in the Let crowd. Let me tell you, it's, <laughs> yeah. you need it needs, and I'm dead serious because I'm I I I um I am I consider myself very aware, mm -hmm. um and uh, uh I'm I'm somewhat of a control freak, um that's the only time that I truly don't I don't know what I would do when when someone you know when my child is in possible harm or if yeah. someone's coming at him yeah. Um, especially if it's like an adult, yeah. Because some of these, these these are nine year old kids; they're having fun, but the other other kids' parents are getting into it too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um and you know some of the things that are said and you know the the way these other parents raise their kids and how they play when they're a little extra rough and it's uh it's it's a it's a part of myself that I'm not in control of right now and I, right. I need to fix that. It's like it's like the episode of South Park where Stan's dad Oh my god. Uh, it's the summer they're playing baseball and the kid the you know the South Park clan just want to they want to lose but the other team is better at losing than them and they just keep advancing <laughs> yeah. all summer. So Stan I think it's Stan's, Stan's dad. Stan's dad Randy. Randy, he's in the crowd and he's treating his his like weekly fights in the stands as his own playoff. Yeah. So each week he's like, I'm going up against such a such. Like I have stats against here. Like I know he throws these punches and everything. He so. wants to go to the state title, not for the baseball game, so he can fight at Coors yeah. Field and just knock a dad out in the stands. That's brilliant. But in ter in terms of, I know you said you went and you watched all those, you know, great iconic movies, yeah. sports movies, yeah. and in those movies, it seems like. The, the structure within it is a coach has to say his version of an iconic speech. Everybody knows like the game of in, the the game of inches speech from any given Sunday right. with mm -hmm. Al Pacino. Right. Did you were you looking forward to one day having one of your speeches in All American like that? Like somebody's looking to you because for context, this is when like. The internet, the internet started turning over and like iPads became usable. Yeah. I used to listen to uh, A Game of Inches by Al Pacino before my high school football game. Oh, really? word. It was See, like I always used minute. to wonder that as yeah. an actor, how if if athletes, real athletes like laughed at the movies or if they actually- If done right. If done right. If done right, like it will raise the hair on your skin. Okay. And, like it's supposed to do like, with anybody. But if not, you know immediately. Yeah. Right. You know, you can, you're, you're out of it. What's like, one- uh, it doesn't matter. What's one that is is so corny? Do you do? You, are there any out there that you can name where it was like, ooh, don't a corny don't, one? Where it's like, that's not 
that's not how it's well now, not only is it not how it's done that's done poorly i it's not that it's done poorly i just i thought that they were definitely playing into the moment but in the program when I forget his name, when the, when the quarterback gets into the gets into the huddle, he goes put the women and kids to bed and, and go looking for dinner. I yeah. was like, back then I was like, oh, these guys are hunters. These guys yeah. are going to go bring home the meat. And now I'm looking at it now, like, I don't know if I that movie though. Okay. Had, that movie had so much testosterone. So literally, testosterone. it was so much testosterone. Voids. And like, I think that reminded that's, me. <laughs> what? And I had my boy on set. And you know, actors, we got we have egos, mm-hmm. um, and I'm, I'm I'm I feel comfortable around you guys, which is really great, because in a situation like this, like this is a world you guys are from a world that I don't know much about. So in order to really improve, I have to as an actor, you have to admit, okay, I don't know this. If I'm really trying to learn, I have to, I have to let you know that I don't know, yeah, so that I can open up those doors of communication, and so that also you can feel comfortable. Letting me know. Yes. Tons of actors out there have uh, egos so big they try to act like they know shit, and then it, it fucks them up because yeah. people don't want to embarrass them, so they don't say. That is my worst nightmare: is to be on screen doing some shit that's corny. Well, uh, I, I just—it's okay. being unprepared. I just, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I've never, and I, I know Spencer too. Like, I've, I've never looked at asking questions as like weakness. That's this. You know, it's, it's always exactly. It's clarity. It's a strength. And, it's you know, I, I think an open dialogue is, you know, a majority of our problems that happen on set or like happen on these, these in these situations are based off of just conversation. 100 yeah. percent. And communication. 100%. And like, you know, I, I think of all the little hiccups and headaches that we could have avoided just right. by just talking to one another. Yeah. 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 So, well, there are times it's where cool to hear that there, there are times where, you know, who, whoever was that person that was, you know, giving you examples of where your headspace should be before a scene. I always like to find myself sort of in your blind spot or somewhere near just to hear what they were talking about. Now, yes. when we're talking about in, in the classroom or in your office, everything, that's fine. But when we're on the field you and, know we're, it. and we're reenacting what you know good football scenes should look right, like, right. I always felt just sort of an affinity to be near you just to give you that guidance if need be. Because there have been times where somebody has said, oh, we think you should do this and do that, blah, blah, blah. I'm like... A few I'm, times. I walk, after they walk away, I walk up to you like, hey. Don't do this. You need to do it this way. Like, no disrespect to whoever was like and you, A lot of times there. it's a director but it, but who doesn't necessarily. Exactly. Uh, uh, m- 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 maybe not on, but it can be a director. It, you know it, what I mean? And I, and I never wanted to undercut anybody. But yeah. I come from a family of coaches. My, my uncle was uh, the head coach of Beverly Hills. Who's like, that? Billy Baker's loosely based off of my uncle Carter okay, Pacing. Okay. My dad's a coach. My uncle's a coach. Like, <laughs> I know that coaching, I know what a coach looks like, how they speak, what, like, when they are pissed off. And you play happy. a coach. And I play a coach. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's in the blood. But, <laughs> it's one more. Okay, yeah, no, no. But like, when, when they would tell you something, I'd just be like, hey, don't do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Do this instead. <laughs> yeah. And I always, I would always go, I would rather go with what you say than what somebody else Says only because you know, as an actor, we just we I want to do it right. Yeah, I mean, it's mm-hmm. my job to take what you say and then make it somewhat dramatic. Yeah, but there was this one time, and one of my friends was um he was on set and he remembers, um there was a moment when and you guys will help me with the with the 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 the, the, the vocabulary, but um it was like we needed 
they knew I think it was uh, the 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 plays that we were gonna use the other team had yeah so then right. it was like somebody yeah. we had to make something up you know um, <laughs> on the spot yeah. and you and I, it was like it's like the, the players were like well, why don't we do this and that and they were asking me yeah and I was like <laughs> I'm so embarrassed and I said would I be like and I asked you I asked Spencer I was like would I be like hmm interesting <laughs> <laughs> and. He, you looked me dead in the face and said, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, don't they were do throwing, that. They were throwing suggestions, yeah. I remember, and you're like, cool, mm, interesting. interesting. Like, yeah, you gotta, no, I think, I think you might have even pointed and been like, no, don't do that. And I was like, okay. Because we don't need, we don't need just like, like that's like a scientist like yeah. thinking about a, like yeah. a thesis towards something. I'm like, yo, mm. we're in we're in a war right now. There are bullets being fired, and they, they have our no ammunition. Like, we're not gonna be like, we're not gonna sit here and ponder about our next step. And I'm sorry, I gotta talk in between the in between those takes. Sometimes I would laugh so hard because the the break would be really small. Spencer and I would always kind of like trip out like do we have time like can we go take a break and we never worried because we'd try to just find you and we'd see you like two miles out like on your phone or just eating eating something and we're like tay's like tay's got a what uh the water polo jacket on because like, it was so cold they would give us these water polo jackets and you couldn't see anybody but as long as tay was in sight we knew we were like okay and he'd be like a mile off no like you you became our compass during those late nights where we didn't oh, know like Lord. Hey, do they need us right now? Like, what's happening? Yeah. And we could just go. Like, Tay's even Where's chilly. Tay? Like, fuck it. And I kid you not. Like, I don't know if you like time jumped like fucking fifty yards into the future, but as soon as they were yell, yell cut, we would look for you to see where you are, and you're already halfway to the to the actors' tent, just like on your phone. I'm like, I think we're going to be good. So it was it was all like that's yeah. but that's a bad move. That's that's the move that I mean, you know our younger cast members they're looking to play football in between takes and run these like 50 yard yeah. striders. You you're like, you know what? I have a 12 hour shoot. <laughs> Save them legs. Yeah. I don't have the energy. Sit down. Let's go sit down. That's <laughs> why I mentioned the girl's cheese truck on the last night because I remember we couldn't find him. I look him up like, "Where's Tay?" and he's just he, as he, they say that, I'm looking at him biting the cheese. And I'm like, he's right there. <laughs> But the, like there was like two minutes. You had I don't know. I, I'm sure someone brought it. One of the PAs brought it over. But no, have so you funny. have you ever you know obviously this being a, a sports show and we're on a you know a sports based podcast, you know have you ever been approached to play another sporting world, maybe an athlete or, or a coach in another capacity, or you know what have you has has any of these opportunities ever come up? No, no, I've. Uh... So we're the first. I want, yo, one hundred percent. Yeah, and that was that was uh, that's that's another reason why it was just like a no brainer. Cause um, you know everybody's such a huge fan of those iconic sports movies and those hair raising speeches. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was like, oh okay, I just got to do this. I got to do this. <laughs> so this is stuff that I've that I've never done before. I can learn, and uh, and also. Uh, be a part of uh, a, a thrust as far as you know stories that are being told and and issues that that uh, uh, that definitely need to be kind of uncovered and 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 discussed. So yeah, I've, 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 it was all it was perfect timing. So so did so in again going back to preparing for this role mm. and, and this role coming across your table, did it scare you? Because you know just watching the landscape now and seeing all these prominent black actors 
come to the forefront. Like, mm. you know, the Mahershala Ali's, the Michael B. Jordan's, mm-hmm, the Idris mm-hmm. Elba's of the world. Shoot, now uh, John David Washington just got yeah. cast in, in Christopher Nolan's um, next event film, which we still don't yeah. know much about. Uh. But I'm looking at the landscape like, Hey, I got a nice smile. I'm, I'm pretty tall. Like, <laughs> hey, mate, like, what's you what's threw up? a tweet out about this the other night, but you had like Do half it. a bottle of wine in the process. Yeah, so. yeah you know, I had a good time. I could actually, I could, I could win an Emmy after a bottle of wine. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many people have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I couldn't so, win an Emmy, but. but I look at it as it's something that terrifies me because I'm somebody I'm still learning how to get out of my own way and just mm. how to like mm. fully throw myself into something without you know, worrying about public perception. Mm, so right. for mm, you, mm. the idea of this coaching role, something you've never done before, did it scare you? Because from my perspective, if it scares me, it means I should try to mm, do it. 100%. Mm, mm, mm. This was more, um, and I only say this because I've been in the business for a minute and I know the safety nets. Okay. So if it were maybe stage, Maybe I would have been a little bit more fearful. Yeah. But this is, you know, there's a there's an excitement. But with TV, you're, you there are all these safety nets. So I knew at the end of the day, people would take care of me. Mm-hmm. Right. I would with, yeah. with however many takes or within the editing or. But this was just and just between us, you know, when you are scared, as great as it is and as as strong as it makes you, I'll be honest, I don't like it. I don't like being scared. I don't mm-hmm. like it. I was excited about this. Do you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's a you know when you're scared that there's energy that goes towards that, trying to kind of get yourself to be not scared. Yeah. I took all that energy and that was just straight like stone yeah. cold excitement, hyped. Yeah. Uh, and that was just great. That was so great to be to have enough years and experience under my belt where I could just come at something that I've never done before without that fear and just know. I had cats like you. It was right. like it was it was it was a perfect situation. You know what I mean? The the dude like you you came up, it's y'all's story. Mm-hmm. It's not like I gotta go and try to find or research. Worst case scenario, I just turn to my left and just ask you. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. And then you got the young people and the it was it was just a, definitely see, a, a very specific idea. Yeah, there, yeah. There have been times in my in my football career, both both college and in the NFL, where I found that that fear of the unknown of thinking that, may, like, am I good enough to play in this role, mm, to yeah. play this sport, to play this uh, position? Just a quick example, going back to my uh, redshirt sophomore year at Oregon, I was asked to step into the starting role of the will linebacker position. So that's the weak side linebacker position. Okay. But for two years before that, I was a strong side linebacker. So I had to learn a completely different position within three weeks because we were playing Jake Locker's Washington Huskies yeah. on like primetime TV, Oregon versus Washington, like a, a storybook rivalry. I literally- <laughs> Go Cougs. 15 minutes before kickoff, I'm in my locker shaking and crying with uh, with a towel over my head because I'm like, yo, two years ago, I was a receiver at Beverly. Yeah. I've converted to linebacker. I'm only like 225, if that. Can I play this sport? After the game ended, I ended up with two sacks, like 13 tackles, like two pass. It was by far one of the best games. All right, all right, all right. I'm kind of of puffing myself up a little bit. No, hey, I get it. But I found myself- that's those are the movies. Yeah. That's what movies are made out of. I found myself, you know, no more than a half dozen times throughout my career when I feel that like that yeah. deep pit of just yeah. of fear and jitteriness. Yeah. I end up having some of my best games ever yeah. because it talks yeah. about it speaks to that energy that you mentioned of 
whether whether you're nervous or excited, it's an energy. It's an energy. And if exactly you're if you're right. able to to Transmute manifest it in that, the way yeah. that you want, yep. some results can come that you will fucking love. One hundred percent. It's also kind of ironic because there's like nowhere you'd rather be. Yes. You know, and I think you know, yeah, you, every, stage is like that. Yeah, and, and everything yeah. you're saying about stage and you say, Oh, you had us to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Spencer and I look at each other right now and you know, we talk all the time about how we grew up in sports and we were told that this is what you should be doing, not by everybody, but you know, this was the route that we took. Mm-hmm. And things like stage yeah. and things like, you know, you know, creative writing and things like that that I knew I could go into and I was interested in, mm-hmm. I was terrified to do that. Yeah. So and you know, and we were walking around, you know, playing football and doing all these sports, thinking, you know, we're untouchable, but deep down, like shit, that stuff was terrifying to us. Yeah. Okay. So for, you know, even when I got into this industry for the first time, I had to look at people and just be like, what is happening? Right, 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 <laughs> you know, right. I had my own what the fuck is going on moment. Yeah, so like, yeah. you know, and I still do, but I think, you know, kind of it's that full circle moment where it's like it's okay to ask questions. Yes, and yes, or you know, it's okay to be scared and yeah, really, yeah, and not, yeah, yeah. It's and for to a feel reason, it as opposed to uh, not allow yourself, you know, yeah. uh, uh, to cl- you know close down those stifle the tears. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You had mm-hmm. to have that moment. Mm-hmm. You let it out, and then you were able to to. But see, that's a, once again, I, and this kind of brings it brings us back to what we were saying before. Just the the parallels, like that was like. I didn't know that y'all went through stuff like that. Yeah. Like that's like, oh, those are like opening night jitters. Do you know what I mean? Um, I would not have thought that that, just how you kind of took us through, I, I was playing this position, and all of a sudden I had to play that position. Like I didn't know that that happened. Yeah. I didn't know that you- All the time. For, for, mm-hmm. for me, that's like improvising. Like you had to improvise. There was not, why would I take a role without proper rehearsal? Mm-hmm. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like that, you weren't given the rehearsal. You just had to think on you. That trips me out. Do you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? No, 100%. That's crazy. But that's that, crazy to me. And that speaks to just a lot of the different parallels that, you know, myself and Dane found just within this big, you know, huge production that was all Ameri- that is All-American is there's just there's just so many common uh, commonalities when it comes to one, being an actor and two, being an athlete. Now, from yeah. my perspective, being an athlete and then diving into this production world and seeing, you know, pretty much how the sausage is made, mm-hmm. I found it really cool. It's like the similarities between the locker room environment and castmates mm, mm. just sitting around. Like there's sometimes where the castmates yeah. were actually sitting in a locker room. So much downtime. And just the yeah, exactly the amount <laughs> yeah. the amount of downtime that we had, which yeah. allowed us to just talk about our favorite music, talk right. about Again, about marriage, about life, and, and yourself being sort of like the elder statesman of the cast, you're whether you wanted to or not, you're sort of guiding these you know young actors through Hollywood, where you know uh, guys like Cody Christians, you know he's been in this industry yeah. for you know ten plus years, mm-hmm. but you know someone like uh, like Michael, yeah. this is his first big shot, and you know we all talked, we all said Michael and and uh, Daniel. This, they're going to ascend to heights they've never even that. known yeah. existed. I hope before. that they're yeah. good kids. Yeah. So it's it's the whole shit. Thing. I sound old. So as much as as much <laughs> as like old. Yeah. you I know am. me being a seven year veteran league, I would always talk to the rookies like, hey, you need to do this, this, and this. Uh-huh. Keep keep your nose clean, wipe behind your ears, like gain the trust of the coaches, whatnot. But for you, what were the what were the lessons that you that you tried to instill into our young cast? Ooh, well, just in, first just off, in how to like yeah. maneuver through Hollywood. Um, ooh, okay. Well, they, you know, I wanted to make sure that um, 
that I didn't overstep. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. I wanted yeah. I wanted everybody. I wanted to make sure. Because uh, even though I'm 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 older, I remember what it was like to be young and new. And if 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 somebody had stepped to me thinking that they were trying to help me out, I had enough confidence where it would have put me off. Yeah, you I understand I mean? that. Yeah. Um, because just as actors, it's very important, just similar with athletes, you know, you gotta have your own kind of bravado. You gotta have your own swag. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what propels you. Um, for me, I was blessed with being put in the position of, you know, have playing leads. And if you're gonna, if you're gonna play a lead, you have to be able to handle that quote unquote pressure. And if you have somebody coming at you, kind of assuming that you can't handle it, mm -hmm. it can it can fuck with you. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. we have an all star cast. Yes. You know, um, and every single one of the players can be their own lead in their own right. So I saw that. So I kind of laid back in the cut and just saw, you know, um, where there were, there were gaps. So instead of like me saying, well, if you want to, and I'm not saying this is what you're asking, but instead of saying, you know, in this industry, be careful to, um, I would I would make it specific to a scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, these young actors, they're amazingly talented. When they're acting, they like to act and they like to act hard. So I'm like, okay, if you're gonna be crying, if it's a, if it's an emotional scene, I would just be like, make sure you know how they're covering the shot. It's obvious that you you can do this. Save it, save it if you want. Do you know, if you want. Yeah. Some people have to go. They gotta go full out. Yeah. It's like you honor their space, but just so you know, if they're if they're far away, save it. You know what I mean? I don't mm -hmm. like to do emotional scenes like that. So I wait until the last possible second. And then it's like, are you gonna be close up on my face? Okay, I'll give you waterworks now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, other than that, I'm I'm um, um, teaching from experience. So it's business wise. Mm. They're all very excited. They're getting their publicists and their business managers. And they're and I'm like, okay. It's the honey. It's the honeymoon phase. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I spent so much money that I didn't need to spend just because it sounded cool. I was so hyped when I had my own um, entourage yeah. when I came yeah. in, and I and just now coming through oh, hot. you know what we I mean? We here now. Not not <laughs> like not even knowing what a publicist did, but I had one. Yeah, yeah, and one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, just make sure you know what you're doing because these people will just take they'll take your money. Yeah, yeah. When you're on a TV show, you don't need anything to publicize. It's right before the show comes out. Or certain episodes, but these publicists will just keep you yeah. and be like, "Go to this premiere. Go to the," and that's five thousand dollars a month. And you can month. do that, and it's an email that you can send out to that. yourself. Yes, absolutely. Yes, so absolutely. it's more that where it wasn't even about. I, I just got hip to this a couple of years ago. You yeah. know what I mean? Where it's like I was paying you for what when you were just collect what? Mm -hmm. So it's just literally, it's okay. This is what this is what I'm going through now. I'm just going to hip you guys to it. You make your own decision, but know that it is a business and you have to look out for yourself because no one else will truly. Well, one, well now through the, through the lens of social media, everybody's looking at themselves as a brand. And from my perspective, going, going, coming into the league in 2011, as a, as a young black kid that I didn't, it's not that I didn't have anything. I had just enough. 
Right. But I always felt a slight pressure of wanting to play catch up with everybody else. So once I started getting those nice checks and <laughs> yeah. and I wasn't necessarily living check to check, it's like, okay, what does the nice car look like? What is okay, I see all the guys that are making moves in this locker room, they have the nice watch. Uh-huh. What does a nice watch look yeah, like? Yeah. So once I got out of my way of wanting to just catch up to everybody else, it saved me time, it saved me money, and just overall energy. Yeah. So I mean that to me that's great that you know our young cast had someone like yourself and you know a handful of the other elders on cast to sh- sort yeah. of teach them like mm-hmm. yo pump your brakes like the opportunities will come mm-hmm. everything will come like don't don't spread yourself too thin to try to build yourself up because once it's gone it's gone and you can't get it back yeah, yeah. and there's a way you can do both yeah there's a way you can keep up but not be wasting Yes, and that's that's what nobody that's what I, nobody tells you. I remember when we were shoot, first time we were in the locker rooms uh, at Warner Brothers, when, and we were we were sitting there, and all of the young actors, I think we, you remember this. We were in the coach's office, and all of the young actors were cir- were yeah, whether yeah. you know you remember this or not, yeah. they were circled around you, in just you know there's their little cast chairs. Oh, you know, really? You know, and and huh. they're asking you questions, and Spencer and I are in the office, and we're, and. You know, we're looking at our phones, and then we hear a couple questions being asked, and we look at each other, and we kind of go, "This is this is interesting because yeah, huh. it was that moment it was in, like fire, in it was real time." Chat. And ah. it was it was Hunter, you know, who plays JJ. It was you know Daniel and Cody. Michael and Cody, right, right, right. And uh, you know, it was just it was a cool thing to see. Um, so did you did you learn anything from the young cast? Yeah. Oh my lord, yeah, constantly, just constantly, like um these these young people, they really. They, energy. <laughs> well, there's that. So but much. they really, you know, they really have it together, you know. Um, um, and I know, you know, I'm sure they they, they have their own, you know, they 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 have their own kind of learning curve. But um, I was just very impressed with how um, kind of settled and deliberate mm-hmm. um, everybody was, you know. Yeah. Even even Michael, um, who is so so great on this show. I think he had, and I only bring him up because I think on paper he had the least amount of experience. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he was able to make himself so vulnerable and learn at such a quick pace—you um, could see it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, we, it's heavy between. We addressed that quite a bit. Where we, you know, and I don't know if that's because he was an athlete. You know, I don't know what that was, but um, the the amount that he learned uh, and opened himself, you know, the amount that he opened himself up to learning was. Was um I was I was just amazed. So yeah, little things like that, just re- reminders of just be open, don't be afraid to ask questions. All of these things are, you know, you I need to be reminded. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. Um, you know, the more the more, the older you are and the more experience you have, it's so easy to get caught up in. You know, I've done this before. You know, I ain't got nothing else to learn. But um, that's that's something that I, I need to keep reminding myself. And these young people. Put themselves in the position where they were they were teaching me that well yeah. even even with daniel um daniel plays spencer james in the show and just watching him from the side i never wanted to to dive into him and say hey do this be this say mm. this this is mm. how i do things mm. go and make your own character make your own compelling character yeah but he was so downright committed to this character that i just had to sit back and admire it and there, there were times where i even wanted to tell him yo you can pull back just a right, little bit. Like right. you're, you're trying to hit the half court shot on every single take, and it's not that we, it's not that we don't want it. Is that we want it for more scenes than just this one? For more seasons, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, that's the youth and that energy. 
Yeah. He he was he he trips me out. I'm a little bit sca- scared of him a little bit. That's why I love. <laughs> He's that's kind what, of a freak because he was so committed. I don't know how he did it. I truly don't mm-hmm. know how he because he's for those of you all out here, he's British. This cat is British, and he <laughs> not not only played American but an American black American black that was from a specific area, and a specific area within the area. So we had an accent on an accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was like he had an accent as the character, and then he stayed in an American accent yeah. when he was just in America. He kept yeah. it. Yeah. So then when <laughs> when the show ended. And he dropped the accent. It, I didn't know. I felt like I didn't know who the fuck he was. It is weird. <laughs> it's a total curveball when he does that. I was like, "Why are you talking? What did you yeah. say? What?" Yeah. Like, and it was very weird. Um, well, so he, he was listening to a lot of Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle. He said, "Yeah." yeah. So he would, you know, he would pick that up. And, Crazy. And do that. I still, I still get likes. I posted a, uh, a video, a short video of Daniel switching in and out his accent on um, <laughs> on. The real, the a daytime TV show that he was on a couple months ago. Okay. Till this day, every every week, I probably get ten more likes on that video because people are finding it and saying, "I have no idea this it's dude was trippy. British." Because, like you said, he learned the American accent, but also put a South Central dialect on it, Crazy. which was just like Inception type levels, right? When right. It comes to when it comes to learning the American language, which it, it was insane. I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> but in terms of in terms of like you know. Auditioning and tryouts—that's another—that's another parallel mm. uh, between mm. athletes and actors. For like tryouts, I've, I've done my fair share of tryouts where it's just like, like you're you're pretty much doing a sports combine to get your job. Right. Were there any auditions, or did you even have to audition for this role? Um, I mean, I, I say I did only. I say I did only because it's like my past. Uh, uh, but but the audition was um, a meeting. Okay. You know what I mean? And and everybody calls it a meeting, an appointment. But deep down inside, we all know, okay, you have a chance to lose this <laughs> uh, 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 or get it. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, when I went in and met uh, uh, with with Hardy and, and um, you know, the CW folks and um, uh, April. Yeah. Um, all I, I just was, I just tried to be as uh, as honest and as... Uh, uh, yeah, basically as honest as 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 uh, as, uh, as I felt, uh, and and I was just so excited, you know, uh, for a piece like this that, you know, I just made sure they knew that, and uh, and I and let it, I let everything else kind of um, uh, uh, fall into place, and, and luckily, you know, they I think they they could sense that, and that resonated with them. So well, that's interesting because it's it's sort of you know reversed when it comes to athletes, because. As you grow as an athlete, as you get older, you're pretty much working against time. Ah. So, uh, never mind the one percent that you see on the me- like in the uh-huh. media that are signing the hundred million dollar contracts uh-huh. every year, but those those mid level to low level guys in in every major sport, you have to try out. But mm. for guys like yourself in the acting world, the more credits you get, the more prominent you become. It becomes a meeting instead of an audition. Right, it becomes right. a conversation, a phone call. Or, and Could you imagine in sports, like, yo, when you were 22, you hit 360. <laughs> You're 32. Let's go. Like, just can you like just being just being an athlete, like sitting on the couch as a free agent. You call your agent, and be like, hey, 
I think I want to play for the Raiders. Just put a call in. And two <laughs> hours later, it's like. You got it. Comes across ESPN. Spencer Payson <laughs> signs with the Raiders. Two years. Just based on a meeting. <laughs> but that, I mean, that's just Beer one gut. of the. It's a parallel, but it's also like, it's essentially right. a reverse parallel. Right, um, right. And it's quick, still changing, you know? Yeah. Like now it's, you know, you get, you get these young, young people, you know, young directors, young hot directors, young hot, hot actors. And, um, and a lot of people don't care about what you've done and it has to do with how many followers you have or, or how, how successful your last movie was. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that's interesting. Cause I remember just, I mean, and not to get off track, but yeah. just even in development, I mean, there used to be questions like certain questions you would ask when you were pitching a project. Right. And now when you're pitching a project, you know, with a personality or involved, it's, it's not, are they available? It's like, how many followers yeah, do they have? Yeah, it's trippy. What's their, what's their platform like? It's yeah. a new it's game. It's you know? a new game. And it doesn't, I'm still trying to, and this is what we, we had talked about what I was learning from the young people. Um, this is what I'm learning from them as well, to just mm -hmm. always be open, always learning. Uh, it's a trip uh, how just fickle this business is and how you really need to move with it. For example, like Michael B. Jordan, like he's a, he's a monster. Yeah. You know what I mean, like he's he's killing it. Yes. And I just I just heard that um, for me it's like when somebody proves themselves, like you can't take that away. Like you can look at his movies and say, obviously this guy has talent. Usually it doesn't just go away. You know what I mean? If a, if a guy was good in one movie, he's probably going to be good in the next. Mm -hmm. I was just hearing from his repping his representation that after he did he did some superhero movie that apparently didn't do well. A remake of the... Oh, he did Fantastic, oh, Fantastic Four, Four yes. yeah, yeah. a few years back. So it wasn't even his movie, right? No. But apparently that movie didn't do as well as it they liked. It did not. It, it did, was super it was, yeah. not good. Okay. <laughs> so that, that, I mean, that's cool. <laughs> but apparently, you know, he, he, <laughs> he was worried. He was worried about his career. Mm -hmm. And then, like, logically, I'm like, just because that movie didn't do well, he's still a monster. Yeah. yeah. But that's, sometimes that's how the, the industry is. They They... They ignore like the facts and just look at what is on paper, um, so that's a but, trip. And, but that's, and that's what that's the difference between athletes and, and actors is athletes. We're work, again, we're working against time. Mm. That's why I never say I never said my job in the NFL was a career ooh, ooh. because you can have a ten year career and get out and be thirty one years old mm. and you've hopefully haven't even lived a third of your life yet. That's true. But an it's actor, like a, a ballet dancer. You can yeah. take you can take the highs and lows of an actor. Yeah. You, you probably had down years, you probably had super hot years. Uh -huh. But that's why we can sit here and say you have a career in acting right. as opposed Ooh. to I had a job in Got football. Got it. Interesting. Yeah. No, Interesting. no, you didn't have a career as a running back. <laughs> you had an eight-year stint. <laughs> I get it, though. Like, I mean, but that's job. a good way to put you it. Know? Right. Yeah. That's, but, a, that's a good way to look at life, actually. Yeah. Just in, in terms of prepping for this role, even, you know, being in your trailer, did you have any rituals? One thing that, one thing that athletes have is from the time they wake up to the three hours, four hours before a game, mm. I know athletes that are very segmented in what they do. I mm. even fell into that in a little bit, whether like I had to eat my sandwich a certain way. Mm. I had to have this at this point uh, in the day. I had to have precisely three or four waters. I mm. had to mm. have my mm. socks a certain way and all this. <laughs> do you have, hey, chill. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any any of those, you know, uh, pre-take rituals or just tell us a little bit about that? You know what? I'm, uh, and not, I, don't, I hope this isn't boring for y'all, but I'm at the place in my life like where I'm trying to reach a point where um, I'm not dependent 
on anything. Absolutely. So as a young person, you know, it's it's you think, okay, well, th and this is all this is also just me as a person, very controlled. Okay, I, I need to have a certain amount of rehearsal. I need to drink this much, eat this much, <laughs> and then I'll be great. Yeah. yeah. But then when you don't have those things, can you still be great? And I'm trying now to figure out. I just want to be great at any given point in time, regardless yeah. of the day that I had, regardless of you know if I got into an argument with my girl, regardless of if if the 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 um because for me I'm a big clothes guy. Like if I, yeah. I need to feel comfortable, mm -hmm. yeah. If um if I'm not feeling good in my clothes, I, it's off. Right. But sometimes you're gonna be off. You know what I mean? Sometimes the clothes like, I don't, like so there'd be a couple of times my pants were a little too tight. No one else could tell. <laughs> yeah. But it didn't make me feel like a confident coach. Yeah. I'm throwing you, Do you off. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, ha I have to be able to get over that. So, so as much I'm a rich ritualistic dude. So with this role specifically, it was just the lines. I had to make sure I mm -hmm. knew enough of the lines that you know I could kind of get through the scene, but then not have them too memorized where it feels too rehearsed. Do you know what I mean? Well, I feel yeah. like the more experience too. That I mean, it's also you become more comfortable. Right. You know, just getting in getting in it right and, right you know i remember we were we were doing um all the kids took a knee and we were talking we were talking uh, in between takes and you mm. were about to deliver a big speech mm. and we wouldn't have known that because you were just talking to spencer and i and mm. we were just having a normal conversation mm. and then you know how quickly that you know they say you know say right, roll right, right, right. you turned around and you hit your lines you know it, it was a piece of cake, you know, and it was, and I kind of remember looking at Spencer after that scene and being like, this guy's done that before. Right, and right, I think right. that was just, you were comfortable. Right, yes, you know? yes, And, and yes. so like, you know, through your experience, that was so much easier. Um, and that was, that was really cool to see. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just, it benefits, and you know, and this isn't to, you know, some people might call that um, being unprepared, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, well, whatever, I, I like to be in a place where, you know, it doesn't matter what, I would like to. I'm striving for this just mm -hmm. in life. It doesn't matter what's going on around you. You you can you can deliver something yeah. as opposed to well wait everybody be quiet. <laughs> just I want to say the Lord's on prayer a first. dime though. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It was yeah. it was cool. It was, <laughs> it, it was just weird because I'm like from from my perspective if I'm about to give a speech or if I'm about to literally do anything I'm thinking about it in my deep head. Deep breath and we're sitting here sweating. talking about whatever and all of a sudden you turn and go. Men, now is the time. I'm like, why the fuck did you do? That? Yeah, but I mean, yeah. it's like muscle memory for y'all. It's like you don't yeah. have to. You don't have to. When you throw a ball, you don't have to think about it True. anymore. Do you know what I mean? True. For me, I gotta be like, okay, put my elbow down. Make sure I don't yeah. put my wrist out, so I look like a. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm still having to think about it. But for you, it just comes naturally. It's, did, it's that same type of thing. Did you know you coming from that 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 ritual, trying to break your rituals? Did that come from you growing up superstitious? Because I'm very superstitious, and I think that's control. That's why, control. yeah. It was this. It this works. Yeah. If I wake up at, if I get this amount of sleep, if I give myself this amount of rehearsal, then I'm relaxed. Am I? If I'm relaxed, then I can go into that. It was through throughout a, a certain amount of time. Just what what ended up working. Yeah. But then after nobody tells you, after you figure out what works, there's a whole bunch of other stuff you can't mm -hmm. control. Right. And then then what? 
So it's like, you know, you can, what if you don't have time to do a certain ritual? What if you're, you're, you don't have socks or, you know, whatever yeah. it is. What if you have an actor that doesn't know their lines or a director that is screaming at you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta be, uh, you gotta, I wanted to be. Because in those to, ways, every situation is different. You're dealing with different personalities and different directors. 100%. And, yeah. So back in, back in my, my later years at Oregon, early years with the Giants, it sounds weird, and just just follow me for got a it, second. Got it. Okay, I fell into a superstition that I had the same like bagel sandwich, breakfast bagel sandwich, every, before every game for like six years. What was on it? Was it? Same, it was egg, bacon, a little bit of ketchup, butter, and cheese. Oof. It was morning breakfast bagel. I get you. I, I fell for things. some fucking reason. I fell into a superstition at how I cut my bagel in half. Uh huh. If it stayed together, we were gonna have a bomb ass game. If it crumbled. <laughs> We were gonna lose if it like if it was a sharp cut and then like <laughs> fucked up towards the end. It was like oh fuck, good first half, terrible second half. And I kid you not, I don't know if like me thinking that way allowed it to happen. But there are some games with like oh sharp cut, we blew this team out by forty. Oh fucked up cut, we just lost by thirty six points. And Literally, there are articles out there like uh, Oregon reporters and Giants reporters started like reporting on like this bagel watch of of. Of mine, really like, bagel watch. Like everybody, everybody, <laughs> everybody was like, not everybody. It was like a handful of people were like, "Yo, how was the cut today?" I'm like, "Well, actually, I think we're pretty good." You know, there were Giants fans though that signed on the signed online and were like, "Yo, what's going on with the bagels and the Giants today?" Like, but you know, lo and behold, I did a uh, like a genetic testing, and I'm allergic to wheat, so I shouldn't even have the fucking bagel to begin with. <laughs> you so, see. I know I know you're allergic to tweet. I don't know why I didn't catch that just now. But yeah. but, but that's just for me. Crushing that's just bagels. that's just like you know one getting out of your own way and and taking down those superstitions and the rituals. So when it comes to TV and film versus Broadway, are there any are there any differences in how you prepare? Oh, well, that with that when you're on stage, you, you know you can get away with with so much more in TV and film um, because you know the the camera only sees so much and you have the you have the ability to to redo takes mm -hmm. and to you have that luxury yeah mm -hmm. um with stage once you get out there you're out there so those are the rituals that you have to you kind of have to kind of stick by which is just being being stretched out being warmed up um you know making sure you hit the mark if there's a if there's fight if there's a fight sequence making sure you go over the fight choreography those are things that are almost it's more about safety do you yeah. know what i mean um those are the those are the, ma the the major differences. Kind of like as an athlete, like you, you got to be warm, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, regardless of how young you are, you need to be warm to to uh, to protect yourself, um, especially when you're in front of that uh, that audience. That's another parallel, right? Just yeah. Being in, I didn't think that um, that play for a minute. I don't know why. It's common sense, but you know the fact that you guys are playing in front of an audience has an effect on you. Yeah. And and I, that never occurred to me that yeah. that it would um you know uh, that you could possibly get nervous from that or that could have an effect on how you play, you know yeah. I mean? just the same way as nerves can can affect you know the performance. It sounds weird, but it seems like you know scripted scripted television is almost like a regular season where you can lose a game and it's totally fine because another game is coming. Right. And, you know teams that are nine and seven seven losses can still get into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. live, you know, Broadway plays, that's fucking playoffs. Yeah. If you if you miss that mark, <laughs> if you miss that sequence, I can't imagine that, that. Yeah. it's like you just threw the entire show off you and could. now you're just pretty much trying to fight from behind to get there. True. And sometimes you don't. It, like, true. Yeah. Exactly right. And you can see great people. Parallel. 
you know, just like, I mean, I was, I saw Wicked like a month ago and just, you know, how close those people are to the stage. Yeah. Just, that would get in my head. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> you don't really think about it in sports though. So I wonder if it's that, you know, when you're on the field, you just, everything else is just. It's, well, basketball, right? With uh, Westbrook, like these, we were talking yeah. about it. You know, it's, it's, I guess it's the only sport where, where fans can actually sit right next to the players. I know yeah. that kid hitting Which, Westbrook the other yeah, day. Yeah, crazy. That's, that was ridiculous. So it's it's a, it's a trip. You know well, he I mean? might need another malice in the palace just to like, <laughs> like just to let them know Something. like, hey, you can get these. Yeah, hits. you know. Yeah, like <laughs> sure. we don't have. To, I don't have to really deal with that in in stage. You know, people yeah. aren't really coming at us like that. So that's 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 something that's it's it's a parallel. But then it's, you guys have it. A little bit more intense. You know how I mean? were and how were the Critics' Choice Awards? How did hosting differ? Like, oh, a, like something like that. Like, was that? Had you done something like that before? Never. Okay. Never. Never. That was a moment where there was like, okay, I was scared. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is something I need to do. Let me do it because it because it, it scares me. Um, That's cool. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So the, that that was a moment where it was like, okay, this isn't necessarily fun. This is a growing moment, and I think I'll be better for it in the end. So let me dive in. But it was cool. It was um, I was very proud of myself. Yeah. Because you know, later in life, you know, luckily, uh, you know, um, uh, examples as you know, um, all American, you know, I wasn't scared, and it was it felt so great to to know that I had the experience to just go into this. That was that I didn't expect to be put in that situation, and it was great to know that. You know, life kind of does still provide you those moments where you can grow, and something is new, and you can kind of uh, conquer it. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I just got. I'm gonna be doing it uh, next next year too. So, no yeah. way. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Congrats. Congrats. Oh, I just got scared again. Yeah. That's like again, ah. like that's that's like your fucking Super Bowl. If something, if yeah. Scripted TV yeah. is yeah. regular season. Fucking yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, Broadway yeah. is playoffs. Playoffs. Hosting is your Super there Bowl. You go. There you go. True. You're like the Patriots. This You're is true. I mean, it's, an, it's, it's an event. <laughs> it's an event. Dude, you know, yeah. you and hosted that event. Yeah, talking to the people that you, you know, that, that you have, you know, put on high. It was crazy. Did you say what's up to Lady Gaga? Uh, I was scared of her a little bit. Yeah, I, I would be too. I thought yeah. I saw her at the grocery store the other day, and I was like, no, no, Dan, she doesn't shop here. No, it's just, that's just another <laughs> random girl know. in Venice. You never know. <laughs> Probably just another girl in Venice, yeah. <laughs> but crazy just, ass just hair. In, just in terms of like, can you can you talk briefly about the demand of of you know Broadway of live like eight shows six nights and, and just the, the amount of stretches that you guys have to go? I know yeah. I know you say as as an actor and just being a professional actor like you like you are, you know you can kind of be on autopilot because it's second nature to you. But just the demand of you know you have to hit that point eight times in the next you know six days. Like how how does that feel? Just the it's 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 uh. It's exhilarating, you know mm -hmm. what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, just like everything, it's, it, there's there's the there are the two opposing sides. So as amazing as it is to to hear the audience right there, to feel that energy, to know that um you know this is another difference with TV and stage. You have a certain amount of rehearsal where you get to be comfortable. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know that opening night, knowing that you've had enough rehearsal time to yeah. to be able to do exactly what you need to do. That's amazing. Then if you're lucky enough to be in a long-running show, it's kind of working against that because you can easily get into the rut of having it be muscle memory, you know, the same the same lines, the same songs, the same blocking. And like you said with the whole um um 
the cutting of the bagel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, what's it called? Uh, <laughs> a a stoop superstitious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get into uh, a rut where you're like so on autopilot that you convince yourself that you don't know what's happening next. Oh. When you're not thinking, I and you that. do it for a while where you're not thinking, then one day, one performance, you start to think, and then you're like, wait, do I do I know what happens next? And then your yeah. body just does it, but then your mind is thinking that, oh, it's, it's <laughs> horrible. Jeez. Me and, uh, at, the, at the time, my wife, Adina Menzel, she, we, we met in Rent, and um, uh, she's my baby mama, That's and right. I remember one week, it was like first it was her, and then it was me. Where it was for a whole week, we didn't know what we were gonna say, the next line. You know what I mean? So yeah. we had to like think. Oh. So the whole show was like done in, from a place of fear, <laughs> where we knew it, but in our we had been doing it for so long that we had convinced ourselves that we didn't, and the words would just come out magically. It was it was crazy. So how do you so how do you check back in? How do you how do you regain that? I don't focus? know. I think it's just. I don't know. It just, just stops. Memory. Yeah. yeah. It's just like we, we. That's crazy. <laughs> we, yeah. I, I mean, it, like it, just it, sitting here, like looking at you or trying to express this, like you can tell oh, that awful. there's a sense of it's it's scary, but oh, it's so fucking exciting. I, I can't yeah. put myself in that position. Yeah. I can't imagine that right yeah, now. Yeah, it's crazy. Just it's be crazy. like, shit. All these people are looking at me. When somebody has a slump, I guess, right? Or yeah. when you know, if Curry's yeah. not hitting shoot one shoot. quarter, shoot or shoot, shoot or shoot. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So you just keep going. But some people, especially you know, people that have I know a couple of people that have started out in stage, then gone to film and you know screen, gone back to stage, had a had a, had a, like a an, an incident like that, mm -hmm. and then they've never gone back to stage. Okay, there was one actor that just walked, forgot his lines. Um, walked off stage in the middle of the show wow. and never came back. Is that ever. What, while you were on the show? No, this is somebody I heard of. He's a, he's a director wow. now. Um, and I don't want that to ever, ever yeah. happen. You know what I mean? So like you said, shoot or shoot. And just even if you you mess up, stay out there and just get it back. So, yeah. 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 Wow. Now, and I know like we want to, we want to, we're going to end shortly, okay. but I got two things I need to ask you. Yes. First one being, this is one that everybody wants to know. Okay. I'm a little above average, I would yeah. say. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're, we're going we're, we're to figure this out. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to figure this out because this is a question I've been wanting to ask you for before I even knew you. Okay. Why do you follow so many people on Twitter? Okay. Tell, um, like, break it down. We, we need this. Okay. I was working with a person, all right? Okay. And I need it because I'm the type that, even this day, so, like, technology, I am not that cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when all this was starting to become something yeah. and people started to, to, it started to matter to actors how many whatevers they had, yeah. I hired a dude. Um, and he was like, I have this idea if for followers. Um, if you follow people, maybe they'll follow back. So I'm going to follow a bunch of people that have interests similar to yours. And for you, you know, uh, you can better um, 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 uh, like associate better, yeah. uh, get, get, get more better familiarized. Build a with, network. Well, yes, exactly. Yeah. So it was like, um, you know, treat. You kind of built a small country, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I always had something to look at. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like a ma it ended up being like a magazine. Yeah. Um, and learning what these people did and connections. That's interesting. And, but he did it. He, you know, I would have, I would have never had, you know, known what this person from this place did, but then that we had an, you know, a, a similarity. And that's, ooh, my lord, that's what um, <laughs> I'm getting excited. That's what uh, that's what he did. So that was it was a way to get to reach out. Get more followers, but also 
allowing me to kind of familiarize myself familiarize myself with that with that platform see that makes so much more sense because i actually thought you were just on your couch and leisure time like i'm I, just following everybody i wish years ago i wish when i'm in the locker I'm room not that cat when i was in the locker room with the dolphins like i knew like 20 players that you followed and it was just like wait taste following you too oh yeah he just <laughs> followed me last night what's going on with this guy like we thought something was coming like you were like coming to the locker room to do some like research on on a sports movie or a TV show that was coming but, out. Oh, but it's also kind of cool at the same time because I'm sure there were fans that were like, Tay just followed me. Yeah. And everyone, that's awesome. I so, right. There's a line in, um, there's a line in uh, HBO's Insecure by Issa Rae where she wakes up <laughs> and she wakes up to you following her. And it's like her thinking, she goes, Tay Diggs followed me. And I'm like, Exactly. No way. Like I didn't know that. There's 600,000 people cool. <laughs> that have woken up or lifted up their phone and been like, holy shit, Tay Diggs follows me now. That's amazing. But now we got the answer. It was, That's amazing. You didn't do it. It was somebody else yeah, that was yeah, doing it. Was, so. It was my, my social media dude at the time. <laughs> at yeah. the time. At the time. I hired the dude. <laughs> yeah. And I had, I had no idea. You know what I mean? I had no idea what was happening. And then I was actually on the Today Show not promoting anything, mm -hmm. but talking about why I follow somebody, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Lauer. So uh, you know, in so in closing, in closing, are there what's a story that you would like to tell? If you if you're in a position to to write, to direct, to oh, to yeah. even be oh, a lead actor, wow. and what's a story close to you that you would love to tell? Oh man, um, that's close to me. Oh, there's, there's so so there's so many, um, but uh, oh, I feel on the spot. Like right now, okay. I like the idea, like I would love, and oh, this is, oh, I could fuck with y'all on this. Um, the idea of a um, an all-black youth inner city hockey team, where it's oh. that, and you guys can tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never, I've never okay. spoken, I've never hey, don't, spoken don't, these don't words. Don't give that gym out there. We might have to cut oh, this. Okay. <laughs> no, you're good. Okay, you're good. Can you're I? Good, you're All good. right. <laughs> um, um, but where, you know, where you find, it, it's, it's like some maybe washed up coach, whatever, and um, gets fired or he's given this league and then this cat has to kind of pan pick you know these athletes from the inner city that maybe don't play or yeah but are but they can, can actually play hockey and then you know you know obviously well, they, I mean, they suck in the first like, bad news bears then, yes it's like mighty ducks meets like <laughs> yeah, cool running totally without the like yes. white savior exactly <laughs> exactly exactly yeah something like that i want to i want to uh i think that would be really yeah. cool and call it um black ice there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Don't sweat. Right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Black guys. I love that shit. I'm so proud. God. Right? It's tight, right? I what's like the, that. What's the I black like what's, the, what's the poster look like? Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, okay. There we go. Hey, we're, let me think now we're that. in a pitch meeting. Like, we're <laughs> yeah. in a developmental meeting. Like, we're still uh, doing a podcast. Uh, right. We'll talk about that. Later. <laughs> but, you know. It's copyright. It's already, so no, no, it's already trade, trademarked. <laughs> yeah. So don't but, nobody get any, any ideas. So where, so where can. Back off. So the, to the people that are listening, where can we find you on social media? Oh, Jesus. Um, uh, I only remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're an easy find on Twitter and Instagram. Tay too. Diggs Insta. That's all I remember. <laughs> Cause that's all I'm doing on my own. That so yeah. does sound about right. Tay Diggs Insta on Instagram. Um, I'm still, yeah, yeah. I gotta get over this. I still hate to say that, but it's part of it. Yeah. You don't you want you don't want to ask people to follow you. You know, like, you never want it. You just want to. Yeah, but that's it's that. part of it. It's part of it. So I get yeah, that. Uh, and I don't know the I don't know the names of the other stuff. I'm I'm I'm, I'm on Facebook and 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 yeah, Twitter. on at Tay Diggs at Tay Diggs for Twitter. 
That was yeah. That was, okay. That was That's Twitter. And at Tay Diggs Insta Twitter for Instagram. Oh, at at Tay Diggs Insta on Instagram. Correct. Yeah. I enjoy. I enjoy the Instagram. <laughs> Again, you're not hard. You're probably not hard to find on right, any I am of a these celebrity. platforms. I'm very no. famous. <laughs> But again, we just want we want to thank you all. Oh, this was great, yeah, man! This Keep it amazing. up, cool. This you is you've inspiring. been you've been somebody that I've looked up to. Just oh, like Jesus. away away from All American, I grew up watching you. Again, <laughs> The Wood, Brown Sugar, like just all those movies that you've been in have helped shape me and become yeah. a man and, and seeing representation of people that look like myself on TV. So just thank you for coming out here. I thank you for being. That. Uh, attached to All American, playing Billy Baker. Just thank you for thank everything. You. Thank yeah. you, thank it's you, thank you guys, truly for this opportunity. Wonderful, and All American. Thank you for that because this is that's a life changing a role. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, yeah, appreciate it. Here's a season two. We feel good. So 100. percent yeah, yeah, it's been quite a run. Let's do it one more time. Thanks. Dad. We appreciate <laughs> right, it, man. Well, this has been another episode of the Film Study Podcast. Uh, most notably, our film room session. Um, you can follow us on our social medias, uh, Paysinger, P-Y-S-N-G-R, and at Dane Mork, D-A-N-E-M-O-R-C-K. Subscribe and rate us. Uh, we would love five stars. That'd be great. Hey, no, actually, give us five stars. Yeah, right give us now. five stars. Um, <laughs> give them yeah. five stars, yeah. Subscribe, rate, and we'll see you guys next time. See you then. Peace. Peace. Joining us in, what did I say before? A segment. Next we have. Oh, damn. And you know what helps me? I, he said do the energy, but uh, um, talk close so you can hear yourself. So you sound like you have energy, mm, but then gotcha. be relaxed. Because if when you try to force energy, it See, fucks with your memory. You got the keys. Oh, oh my. You got the keys. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs>